You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hey, hey, welcome back to the What the Fab podcast. We are on episode number 10. We're double digits. We're feeling official. I feel like JVN from Queer Eye. Can you believe? (laughs) I'm excited. I feel like I'm starting to get into a rhythm and a routine when it comes to recording these episodes. And I am loving the feedback that you guys are giving me, especially in terms of what kinds of topics and conversations you want to see in future episodes. And One of those topics that I'm seeing popping up in my DMs a few times now is around body positivity. So we are definitely going to touch on that in today's episode. Before we dive into today's conversation, I just want to give a quick reminder to please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to. I feel like we're 10 episodes deep now. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to some of the other episodes and kind of get a feel for what this podcast is about and the types of conversations we're going to be having. So if you have found value in it, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review. It takes two seconds and it really helps me out and helps my podcast grow. All right, so with that, let's dive right in. As I mentioned, today's episode centers around body positivity. I am definitely feeling a little bit vulnerable with this conversation, but I think it's important. And I, like I said, I had this experience recently that I wanted to share. And so before I talk about that, body positivity, I just, I feel like in general, it's become such a conversation on social, which is great. It's an important conversation. It's almost become trendy. Like there's a shorthand for it, BOPO. But like I said, we love to see it. Like I'm so happy to be seeing those conversations happening and to be seeing representation through different size models, different size bloggers. I have blogger friends that one of their main focuses is body positivity. And that's one of their like core verticals that they talk about on their blog, on their social. And while sometimes I personally do touch on body positivity in my posts, especially if I'm posting a swimsuit photo or doing a bra campaign with a brand, I have never really branded myself or claimed to be a body positivity blogger. And the reason being, I still struggle with body positivity myself. Like who, I just feel like who am I to call myself a body positive blogger, when I sometimes look in the mirror and think, ugh, my hips are too big, or like, I'm looking fat today. Like, I have those thoughts, for sure. And it just feels kind of fake to me to be like, I'm a body positive blogger, but like still have those thoughts and feelings towards myself and my own body. And I wanted to share that because I do get frequent comments and DMs about, wow, you're so confident. I wish I could have your confidence. And while I do consider myself to be a really confident person, and I'd say like 80% of the time I'm feeling very confident about my body, I have plenty of insecurities too. And my confidence ebbs and flows just like anybody else's. So In today's conversation, I'm sharing an example of something that happened to me recently that for a day or two really stole my confidence, and I'm sharing what I did about it and how I took my power back. So let's get into what happened. So last year, 
I had connected with a fashion brand that I was really excited about working with because I love their pieces. Please don't at me. Don't DM me and ask who the brand was. I'm not going to call them out. I'm not going to name them. But I will say that they are a smaller brand in terms of like their size, their team size, but they can definitely be found at like Nordstrom. They can be found on Rent the Runway. I had worn their clothing and their pieces before on my blog and they're really, really beautiful. Just like gorgeous details. You know, you look at it and you're like, this is a, a quality, beautiful piece. So I was really excited to be connected with them and to be working with them. It was not a sponsored campaign. They were just going to be sending me some pieces. So for bloggers, we call that a gifting campaign when there's no monetary exchange, but they're sending, the brand is sending you some pieces from their line. And I was thrilled about it because like I said, I had worn their brand before and just loved it. And when their PR agency emailed me saying, you know, here's usually they send some kind of like upcoming collection or line sheets so that you can take a look at what pieces are coming out. I noticed that she had accidentally left the rest of the email thread with the brand on her email. And the brand had basically forwarded my information to their PR agency and just had this one line that said, maybe good for size inclusivity, question mark. And I saw that and I just got this pit in my stomach. I was, I was upset. And even though like I stand for size inclusivity, it felt like this girl is bigger than what we would normally work with. So like maybe we should work with her to like be size inclusive. It felt so nasty. And I felt a lot of things. <laughs> I felt many emotions. First, I felt ashamed, which saying that now sounds so stupid. Like, why should I be ashamed? Like, they're the ones that should be embarrassed. But I did. I felt ashamed. Like, who am I to work with this like fancy, beautiful brand? Like, I'm too big. That was my first thought. Then I felt angry. Like, who the fuck are you to be like, mm, good for size inclusivity? Like, I'm not even plus size. Like, I'm a size eight. And even if I was plus size, like, what a shitty thing to say. It just felt like tokenism. It felt like they were insinuating that they only wanted to work with me because I was bigger than the size zero girls that they usually work with instead of, hey, look at this content creator. She has great style. She shoots beautiful photos. She has a great aesthetic. We want to work with her. It just felt like it was diminishing me and my value down to my size. And that was it. And it was a horrible feeling. So I saw that email that they accidentally sent me and I cried. Like, I'll be honest, I fucking cried because I felt like crap. And I felt like crap that I felt like crap, like I, I thought I should be stronger and I shouldn't let it affect me, but it did. It really, really affected me. And so I sat with it for a while and I was like, okay, what am I going to do from here? Like I had a good cry about it. Now what? So I thought about it and I realized that I had a few options for my course of action. I could just write them off ignore them, not even respond to their email saying, you know, what pieces would you like and just not work with them because I was so upset about it. I could pretend I didn't see that piece of the email thread that accidentally got included and just be like, hey, great. Yeah, send me these pieces. They look really beautiful. I could call them out. 
I could tell them exactly what I thought about that commentary and kind of decide from there if I still wanted them to send me some pieces or if I just wanted to call them out and be like, period, like, thank you so much. It has not been a pleasure. Like, we're done. And so I thought about these different options before me. And in making my decision, I was like, which one is going to make me feel the best? Like, at first I was thinking like, oh, I shouldn't call them out. Like, it'll be so awkward. It'd be uncomfortable. And then I was like, you know what? Uncomfortable for whom? For them, for the PR agency and the brand, not for me. I don't feel uncomfortable with calling them out. It was more about what is going to make me feel better about this shitty situation. Quick break and a referral link that you are definitely going to want to use. This episode is brought to you by Airbnb. Now, I'm betting if you're listening to this podcast, you're familiar with Airbnb. You can book vacation rentals, homes, condos, and even experiences through Airbnb. I have a great referral link for you so you can get $65 off your next Airbnb booking. Just head to whatthefab.com slash Airbnb for that link. Now, this credit is for new customers only. So if you have a friend traveling with you in the group who's new to Airbnb, or maybe you're creating a new Airbnb account, that'll be the best way to go about getting that $65 credit. With the panty going on right now, Omid and I personally are really only doing road trips. I can't wait to travel abroad again, but for right now, we're looking at booking Airbnbs within California, like Joshua Tree, maybe Mendocino. Having a home away from home so I can travel safely and have my own space is key. So be sure to grab your Airbnb credit at whatthefab.com slash Airbnb. That's spelled air, B as in boy, and as in Nancy, B as in boy. Safe travels, and let's get back to the episode. And so I decided that what I was going to do was politely call them out in the email and let them know that I'm still happy to receive pieces from them because I do love the brand and I've worn it before and just kind of see what happened. So here was my response. I'm just going to read it for you. So I was like, hi, so-and-so. These pieces are so gorgeous. I can't wait to style them. Also, just as an FYI, so you can keep it in mind for the future, you left XYZ's note about me being, quote, maybe good for size inclusivity in the email thread. I'm sure you didn't mean anything negative by it, but it does come across as tokenism, which never feels good. I was a little bit nervous to send that email just because I didn't know what the response was going to be, but mostly I felt empowered because it was like, you know what? You fucked up. You did this thing and I'm letting you know that you fucked up. And so that helped me feel better immediately instead of just like, holding these feelings of like embarrassment and shame and anger in, it kind of helped me direct that to something that was like, I did something. Like I stood up for myself. I said something instead of just, you know, trying to sweep it under the rug. So to the brand's credit, they responded very quickly to me. And this, the person who responded is the same person that made the comment about, quote, maybe good for size inclusivity. And this is also the founder and the designer of the brand, because like I said, they are a small women-owned company. And so they said, hi, Elise. First of all, you are 100% right. But more importantly, I am so sorry. What an embarrassing snippet of the broader and way too late conversation that we at our brand have been having 
about how diverse our team is and why that is not reflected in our brand's public face. It's very personal to me after recently having given birth and embracing my completely different body and perspective that we make this effort to reflect this increasingly in our feed. During this difficult time for small businesses, we have had to make a much tighter edit on how much product we are able to send out to bloggers. So every piece and influencer we send, we are truly excited to see wearing our brand. Our highest priority has been shifting to showcase ourselves, our friends, and our customers in a more inclusive light. We are late to the game on this, as is much of our industry, but hoping to be part of this correction regardless of our lag. Anyways, foot in my mouth, hope you can still enjoy the product and wear it with happiness and pride, but completely understand if you are no longer interested in representing the brand. So that was their response to me. I thought that it was really well crafted. I respected them for sending me that response and it made me feel a lot better, to be honest, because like I said, it just kind of felt like I took back my power. And instead of being in this situation where I was feeling like small and just feeling horrible, it kind of shifted it to feel more like I did the right thing by standing up for myself and saying something. And they owed me an apology, like straight up. Like that was real fucking rude. So anyways, I just wanted to share that experience as part of a larger conversation around body positivity. I mean, honestly, it's like, it's sad. Like, lady, I'm ordering a size medium in your tops, and it's sad that you consider that a pat on your back for being size inclusive. Like, it's, you know, it's part of the industry that I'm in, but it's also obviously a broader conversation around our society and how women are conditioned to think and what we're conditioned to believe. And I think that I wanted to also share it because I just wanted to let you know, like an insight into the fact that you might follow someone on social media, you might see all these like, you know, photos and think that that person is a certain way, has a certain confidence level, and that they don't struggle with body positive thoughts or body negative thoughts in the same way that you might. And I just wanted to let you know that that is not true. (laughs) And it's something that a lot of us, I would say most of us really struggle with. And I do want to have a couple of my girlfriends that are like true body positive bloggers and just post things that I'm like, okay, you are brave. Like you are confident in yourself and your body. And I want to have conversations with them on the podcast about their body positivity journey and what has helped them get there. So stay tuned for that. I will say one thing that really helps me when I am feeling not confident or frustrated about something with my body is I think about what would you say to your sister or what would your sister say to you? Like, I would never say the things that I say about myself and my body to my sister about her and her body because I just don't believe them. Like what I'm trying to say is like if we swapped bodies because my sister and I have very different body types, like she's super busty and has small hips versus I have big hips and like medium-sized boobs. But if we were to swap bodies and if she were to be saying the things that I say about my body sometimes about herself, I would be 
so upset. I would be like, absolutely not. You are a curvy goddess queen. You look amazing. Like people would kill for your body. Like literally, this is what I would say to her. So why can't I say that to myself? So that's what I think about when I'm feeling like down or like feeling fat or whatever. I think about like, what would Hannah say to you? Or what would you say to your sister? And funny story, I did tell my sister what happened with this brand and this like email exchange. And (laughs) it was so funny because the exchange had already happened and it was over. And like, I was feeling, you know, fine and like content with the resolution about it. And so we were texting and I told her what had happened. And (laughs) she responds to me in all capital letters. Okay. So first of all, (laughs) I started laughing because I was like, I know, I know exactly what you are going to say. You are going to go off on this brand about like, how dare they? And what is wrong with you for thinking that? And you know, yada, yada. And that's exactly what she did. She was like, you are perfect and you don't need to change your size or lose weight for anybody or any brand. And it's bullshit that they said that. And I was like, I love you for saying that. And I, I know you're right. And I wish that my immediate reaction to that first email was that, like what my sister would have told me. Instead, my immediate reaction was, I'm too big and I need to lose weight. Like that was my immediate reaction. And I wish that it wasn't, but that's what it was. But I am proud of where the conversation went after that. And yeah. So that's it for today. I am looking forward to hearing your guys' thoughts and reactions to today's episode. I know that when I post, especially bra campaigns on my feed, I get a lot of feedback, particularly in my DMs, because it's, you know, a more private conversation about confidence and body positivity. And with bra campaigns, it's hard because I feel a lot of responsibility to my readers to show up like as I am and to not alter my images. But it's also, you know, it's my Instagram feed, like I want to look good on it. So I do position myself, you know, I'm not gonna sit in a way that like gives me six belly rolls, like I am gonna like stand up straight and, you know, kind of like push my tits out or whatever it is that I feel like is giving me the right curves and angles. But there have been a few times where I'm going through my photos because I shoot a bunch and then, you know, obviously I select which ones I want to publish on the feed. And there have been a couple times where I'm like, I love this photo. Like, I love the lighting. I like the expression on my face. The bra looks great. But the way that I'm standing, like, you can, I have like a side roll. And I can't tell you how badly I wanted to Photoshop that side roll out, but I was like, you you cannot do that. Like you, it would be so disingenuous and you can't do that. So I didn't. And there were a couple photos that I posted for different bra campaigns where I had like a little bit of a side roll and the commentary that I got from it, like the positive feedback that I got from it just was, it made me really emotional actually. Um, I had conversations with women saying like the fact that you posted that is so inspiring to me which is also a little bit sad that like that is so inspiring because we really don't see that often but like one woman was telling me 
you know, she had just had a baby and she was feeling obviously, you know, all the feels. And I haven't had a baby, but I can just imagine like how difficult that is dealing with like all the stress and pressure of that. And also your body is so different and just not looking, you know, how it used to. And so she was saying that she went to a yoga class and there was this girl that like she sees at her yoga class a lot. And she's always been, like, jealous of her body and, like, oh, she has the perfect body and, like, she's so fit. And this girl was sitting in front of her and she had side rolls. And this girl was like, oh, my God, like, this woman that I've been, like, idolizing and comparing myself to and thinking, like, why can't I have her body? Guess what? She's got side rolls, too. And it's freaking normal. And it's not, like, something that needs to be erased or photoshopped or you don't need to starve yourself to get rid of them because guess what it is freaking normal and you can have a banging bod and still have side rolls so that's just an example of like one of the many conversations that kind of gets sparked when I post these types of photos that are showing off my body a little bit more I don't know why I shared that part but it just it (laughs) the whole conversation around body positivity like that's just what it made me think of so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode it's a topic that I do want to touch on a bit more like I said I do not consider myself an expert it is something that I am still working on and learning about so I'm happy to have you listening as well while I'm on this journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen through and share it. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, post it on your stories, DM me, let me know your thoughts. I can't wait to chat with you about it. And until then, I will talk to you next week. 